The Everyman Podcast. The Everyman Podcast. Brother Jay, what's happening? Big dog, Daryl Campbell, how are you, brother? Dude, you know how I'm feeling. I'm excited. You're pumped. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. We're, we're blessed. We're highly favored. And, uh, you know, it's hard for me to think of a, uh, a time where I have just truly been both blessed and highly favored um, mm-hmm. in real life. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we before we get into that, I was just thinking as we were about to start recording, do you remember that time for some reason, I don't know what exactly the reason was at this point, but I, we were trying to start without a count in mm-hmm. and I just couldn't, <laughs> I just, we just kept going and restarting and restarting and restarting. It's like, my God. <laughs> and then it really, you gotta have, you gotta have a routine. It's like, you know, a free mm-hmm. throw or yeah. a, uh, I don't know, a golf Ask swing. Shaquille O'Neal. He knows. <laughs> You got to You know what? I love Shaq. I've yeah. I, I've enjoyed him yeah. more out after playing than playing. Oh, but without, uh, without question, you go back and you see some of his like young Shaq. Where you're just like, oh, that'll never happen again. They well, they yeah. don't they play differently now. But anyway, That's why they had to change breakaway rims. Yeah, they had to completely. <laughs> yeah, did <laughs> what a. It is weird that like nobody like has nobody just gone for the break the net. Or did they just come up with some technology anti Shaq Tech? Dude, it's I think I forget what game it was or what year, but he shattered the glass and like dislodged the hoop assembly, and like a game stopped for like an hour while they tried to repair it. And then they were like, you know what? I think we need to figure figure something out because uh, this is clearly going to keep happening. You know, so it, it's like yeah. they start they start building them into the foundation of the building. Oh yeah, yeah. Shack proof uh, basketball rims. Basically. I just, I can't think of it. I'm sure there's some other players on YouTube that have done it, but I've never uh, seen anybody else do it since. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like probably not appreciated by most athletic oh, yeah. institutions. institutions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need, we need those rims. Uh, we're going to go, a lot. we're going to go ahead and uh, outlaw the shack attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So speaking of shack attacks, one of the things we talk about on this pod all the time is, you know, the shared journey and and the cosmic canoe, you mm-hmm. know, this pulling magic in and putting magic out, mm-hmm. you know, this philosophy of treating people well above all else when as much, as much as you can. And I'm a, I, you know, I, I'm no uh, perfect person here. You ask plenty of people, they'll tell you that I'm a, you know, an asshole or whatever. But you, everybody has their moments of weakness and they, and they don't treat people the best. Mm-hmm. But we talk about, you know, making the most of that and manifesting. You know, that's, that's something that, like, people think is uh, a malarkey, yeah. if you will. It's an, it's an old wooden shoe. <laughs> an old, old wooden ship. And, you know you and I kind of have a different view on that. And, and you and I have done it like we've done this together almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's been a couple times where we've like, I feel like we've harnessed reality mm-hmm. and you know, this, I said it a couple times, you know, on when we made the decision, when the house was, when our home, our current home was fully set up after a couple years of living here. And it's like, yeah, you know, we're going to, we're going to sell everything. We're going to, we're going to sell the house. We're going to move to Texas. 
And then you start actually doing it and it's like, holy shit, this is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, the physical end of it, the moving, the boxing, the packing, the emotional end of it saying goodbye. And then just the research, you know, we've been looking for houses for months mm. and, you know, looking, researching areas. Like when you live somewhere, you know, like, oh, I want to go live over here. Uh, that's a nice mm-hmm. area, whatever. And you're moving yeah. halfway across the country. You're like, you have no fucking clue what not anything clue. is. And like you, you see something and you're like, oh, that looks great. And then you, it turns out it's like not a great area or, you know, the, uh, the there's, uh, I don't know tigers roaming the streets or something, just something, some insane right. situation or like, Oh, the schools only have one book. You're like, what? Like, yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah. So, you know, over the process of, I've become like, but Texas is friggin' huge and I yeah. can't wait to, you know, I'm going to go full into it and become a, yeah, you will. become a Texas historian by the end of the summer. But it's such a huge area. I've been learning all these different parts. And once we went out, we fell in love with Fort Worth and, it's like, like I said before, it's like Cowboy New Orleans. It's just, it's, it's, there's something special about it. Couldn't quite put my finger on it, but the people are wonderful and the environment, mm-hmm. everything was clean and it was just chill. It was just a chill. It's like what we need, you know? Yep. Yep. So we had made our trip. We went out there in April, first weekend of April and we had like a whole bunch of houses on our list. And the, the number one house on our list was listed as coming soon and we couldn't get in there. And, um, we found something else, didn't work out, you know, find something else, doesn't work out, going back and forth. And, you know, I sent you this house because it came back up, uh, like it finally was listed that they were ready to sell. And it was like, it, I just did, we just liked it so much. We thought there'd be no way we could get it just because we thought it would go for way over what, what we could afford. Mm-hmm. And, um, we found out like super late in the day, the la- the day of, we thought we had this house based on what, you know, what we were hearing from between the agents negotiating. They were asking us, oh, can you do this? Can you do that? So last Friday, we put an offer in on this house and uh, we find out Monday afternoon, we don't get it. And before we had put that offer in, I had texted you and I said, hey, brother, I am I, not like a guy who prays for material things, but... <laughs> You know, check out this house. Like, there's something that it's it's in the neighborhood, the exact neighborhood we wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. Great schools, you know, just every it checked every box, everything we were looking for that from the beginning to the T. And, but most importantly, the this idea that it's a great place to start a family because of the schools and the the community stuff there and the the amount of space and all these wonderful things. And we thought, there's no way we're going to get it. But I said, Daryl, I'm not a guy that pray for material things, but can you put this up on your prayer board and and pray that we're led to this home? Because this, there, we just, I think this is, a, I think this is where we could start our family. I really, I felt strongly that this was the house. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you got it. It's going on the board. And we've talked about the board here, you know, a couple times here and there. But this is, a, this is like a crazy sequence of events so the house that we got goes up on the on the prayer board then we find out we didn't get the house i text you at like four o'clock brother we didn't get the house and then you know you're you and i are busy guys it's not uncommon for there to be a stretch of time where i might hit you twice over a couple 
hours with different information because like, mm-hmm. hey, can you do this? Oh, wait, never mind. He, he's busy that night. Okay. So I text you at like four o'clock. Ah, didn't get it. I look at the clock. It's four o'clock. And I remember our original number one house. We didn't put an offer in it because we thought for sure there's no reality yeah. that we get this house. Yep. I'm not even going to waste our agent's time. We're not going to waste our time filling out all the forms. I remember offers were due five o'clock on the 18th and I'm looking at the clock, it's four o'clock Eastern. I'm like, huh? And I text my wife. I say, Hey, you want to put an offer in on that one? Because like, why not? Right, and she, right, and right. she texts back literally, what have we got to lose? And then I got home <clears throat> and we were talking, I texted our realtor. I said, okay, boom, here it is. She goes, okay. Fills it out, sends it over, and I remember sitting there thinking, I'm, I'm filling it out. Everything's, you know, how docu sign on a phone Oh, now. yeah, yeah. So they send you the shit, and, like, I hit my initials, and then it goes back, and then Sam gets her copy, and bang, bang, mm-hmm. bang, bang, bang. Okay, it's in. And then I call our agent, I'm like, honestly, I was already looking past the rejection of this one towards the next houses we were going to put offers in on. And mm-hmm. I was like, I'm in this fuck it. We'll see what, you know, I, I've, I, I'm, I'm just going into it exposed, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever happens. Hour later, she calls, hey, what about this? And I'm like, hmm, yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Ten minutes later, hey, uh, and her tone's a little different. Hey, uh, would you guys do this? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Comes back, hey, um, I think we may have this one. And we're like. Shut up. Yeah. Okay. And then <clears throat> she calls us back like eight o'clock. Um, do I have both of you? And when she, as soon as she said, when I have, are you guys both there? I was like, Oh my God, we got the house. Mm-hmm. So we get the house. We get, it's essentially, it's like what we dreamed. One, it's like the picture ask what we, why we wanted to move to Texas. All right. Mm-hmm. And this comes in into our life out of nowhere. Like, are you sure? You're positive. Okay. All right. They picked us. Okay. And then it's like, so it's Monday night. It's now 10 o'clock. And it's like, hey, can you get here Thursday? And me and yeah. my wife are like, this is not something we normally do. Just hop on a plane. You right. Know, we're not balling out of control like that. Plus, we're yeah. in the process of purchasing a house in the middle of selling one, moving, all mm-hmm. this shit. It's like, yeah. it's just like, okay. Mm-hmm. So my wife... We book a flight. I take her to the airport the next morning. She gets on a plane, flies out there, wakes up the next day, goes, does the inspection. Holy shit, this is going to be our house, you know? Mm-hmm. Everything passes inspection. She flies home. It's all in like a 24-hour period. And it's just like, it's over. We're, we're like, we've been, we've been saying lately, like, I can't believe we're moving to Texas. Like, this is just a crazy thing, you know? And mm-hmm the house gets emptier and emptier. The movers are coming this weekend. It's going, everything's going. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, and then the house is under contract. And then today we had like, you know, the, the final appraisal and the, the inspections cleared and everything's done. And like, you know, midnight at Sunday, it's, it's going to be as close to officially ours until we sign the paperwork because it's past the option and all this shit. Mm-hmm. We're finalizing all the stuff with the loan people. And then it's like, now all this, oh, what about this? Somebody forgot to call this guy to set up this thing, and now I got to – and then that's where my expertise comes in, and I'm like, all right, here we go. And I enjoy yeah. the kind of the wheeling and the dealing and the 
planning in the, Hey, what the hell is going on with this? Why did, you know, like, mm-hmm. and then I'm just kind of pulling it all in and, and, um, you know, for my wife to go out there on short note, I know I couldn't because of work, I couldn't make right. it happen Right. for her to go out there by herself and have the, like, by the way, we, we purchased, we just made the largest financial move life-changing move we've ever made sight unseen mm-hmm. like our our agent went in took videos and pictures and was like this house is awesome this is gonna be yeah sure let's do it mm-hmm. we took her word for it and the plan was like well if you fly out there and you don't like it we need to back out but it's like a crazy gamble now it's like mm-hmm. oh by the way it's easter and you're buying a plane ticket Around, you know what I mean? Like the week of the, like the, the busiest, this is to date the busiest flying time since COVID. Indeed. And we're spending mad loot to, to fly out for like a, and I said like, we'll be making the biggest decision of our life to date uh, on a, based on a third party vibe check, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so we get out there and then the, like, we were both like in knots because it's like, on pay on like you're part of your rational brain. You're like, what the fuck are we doing? We're like, this is crazy people stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the other hand, I'm like, well, you know what? I feel like something's guiding us here. Something, something you can't explain now. And to get it even further here. So my wife goes to the, to the Philadelphia airport. She's sitting at the bar. There's a bottle of wine open right in front of her. Mm-hmm. Kenwood is the, name on the label mm. our neighborhood is kenwood that we're leaving from she, awesome she gets to the hotel goes down to have dinner at the bar bartender lives in the neighborhood attached to where we just bought a house and it's like again you could say like oh coincidence mm. a little weird somebody's saying something hey you know i'm <laughs> like to me that's like hey i'm watching I'm like, that's, th- that's somebody who that's, that's something that can't just tell you directly. Pay attention, asshole. Right. You know what right. I mean? That's right. what that said to me. Hey, pay attention, yeah. asshole. I'm, I'm running this operation. Yeah. This isn't yeah. like your ego plan here. You know, you're being, Absolutely. you're being guided through a very difficult thing. Now, dude, there are people I met a I met a lady and her husband on the flight. They told me they have a friend who's been trying to move into Fort Worth for a year and a half. They sold their house and then they get stuck renting. And there's nothing wrong with renting, but when if that's your plan is to rent, that's different than if your plan is to buy a house and you have the money and then all of a sudden you've gone through it to rent. It's that's a tough thing because then you're like back to square one and it's like brutal. There was a raffle. So we're in uh, Saginaw, which is like, you know, it's a northern Fort Worth suburb. And there was a raffle for 100 slots for a lottery. A raffle <laughs> for a raffle. A raffle for a raffle. <laughs> okay. To then take the top 100 offers. And then only one. So imagine you win two raffles to become the hundredth offer. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
that's how many people are moving to Texas. <laughs> and like, you know, and it's like also why is housing difficult right now? Well, because all of construction was shut down for two fucking years. So, you know, people want to move and there's not many places for them to move to. So it's like, I don't know how I do know how, and I just said how, but I know why I know how this has all come together. Yeah. <laughs> my, my wife, you know, and I have put in a lot of like research and boots on the ground, multiple trips, planning, phone calls, emails, zoom chats, all that stuff. But there is clearly, uh, we are being guided here, you know, and, and, and <laughs> basically like at this point, I feel like my hands being held and I'm being walked down, down the path to Texas. And yeah. it's like between, you know, the, the, the putting it on the prayer board and being intentional and specific. And it's like, we're not saying, if I may speak for Daryl here for a second, we're not telling you to pray for a Lamborghini or, or <laughs> intend to have a golden toilet. We're saying, yeah. If you have a goal in mind and you say it and then you make your focus on acting on it, executing on that intention, you will do whatever you say you're going to do. It's Mm -hmm. like I almost threw down the gauntlet on this. I don't even want to call it a project, but this thing, this plan we're doing to be like, let's see if we can talk our way to Texas, you know, like <laughs> we're going to, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. This we're going to do. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Okay. And I said to my wife, like, well, we basically just need to figure out how we're going to repaint the house and decorate it. And now is the fun stuff, you know, now yeah. is like, Oh yeah, yeah, let's redo the kitchen. Hell yeah. Let's put in a, gra- yeah. a new garage door opener thing. Yeah. Why not? You know, let's, uh, let's build a bunker in the giant, lot yeah maybe i'm I'm working on the bunker my dream is to be coming to you guys live from the bunker uh in fort worth texas (laughs) and uh you know dreams do come true as you can if i if i say i'm gonna podcast from a bunker long enough and then i make it a goal and then i execute on that goal and work towards everything i do Mm -hmm. i'm putting like is with that in mind i will have a bunker to podcast live from and and that's I mean, what, I mean, what else can you say? So it's, it's, we, we talk about it all the time. The, our core mission statement about the podcast is, you know, honestly, just being enlightened, really helping to harbor, you know, just that positive way, you know, until people can, you know, kind of become stewards of their own destiny. I mean, like, that's kind of the, the core of what we, what, what we're all about. And we got the cosmic canoe to prove it with, patrons you know all across the world right so for for me and for this situation and you know when you hit me up about the prayer board i mean i'm a man of faith i'd like to think that brother brother jay is a man of faith as well you know what i mean and you know we don't pump it out you know because everybody you know has their thing you know um i like to just keep things simple um for me I, I like to, you know, just kind of think just one, one little verse here, Proverbs 69, a man's heart divideth his way, but the Lord directeth directeth his steps. So when we say guidance and things like that, yeah, it's a big man upstairs. We kind of, we believe that is, you know, kind of helping us out. 
right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Just like there's there's nothing wrong with somebody else having their own way, shape, form, or fashion into how they manifest things by putting positivity out in the earth, out in the world, out in the universe, and it, and it comes back to you. One thing that is for sure, absolute sure, whether you say you can or whether you say you can't, you're right. Whether you say you can or whether you say you can't, you're right, right, because Every, the moment you utter it, the moment you put it into lyric, that's how the universe is going to move because that's what you believe. You know what I mean? Take, if, 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 if you take, you know, like I said, we don't, we don't get into politics because everybody has their thing. We just stick to positivity. That's our deal. So if you just hone in on what that is right there, whether you say you can or you can't, you're right. You're steering your belief. You're directing your energy to positive, negative, going to happen or not going to happen. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's just kind of the way the cookie crumbles. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And when you say it like that, it sounds so easy. And, and like, I know, you know, everyone has their struggles. And I know, mm-hmm. I know where I've been. And I try to imagine, you know, I'm in that spot again and seeing what's possible with these beliefs, with, you know, putting, putting everything into that value system. It, it sounds easy, but it works. And it's not that it's working. It's just, that's it. There's, you know, that's your, you said it before. You said it's your intentionality. Yeah. That is the, that is the manifestation of your intentionality on the move in your life. And it doesn't stop. Right. Brother Jay, you are by far one of the most intentional people I know. And I love you for it because you do it in your work. You do it in your mar- marriage. You do it how you take care of Roadster. You know what I mean? Like just everything you do, like it's, you are truly intentional. And when you're like that, you make shit happen. How many people, how many, how many of your friends, how, how many of our friends, right? Know you and say like, fuck man, Justin just gets it done. Right. Oh yeah. But th- how do you move? You move with intention to get shit done. Right. Yep. Just like, if you know, other people like that don't, Hey, they're fucking slew footed. They don't, you know what I mean? And it's like, ah, man, maybe it'll happen now. Nah. Right. And then you, yeah. And obviously we're not, we're, we're both aware. There's so many other, there's environmental factors and, Oh, other yeah, things absolutely. that can come into play, but absolutely. this, but this is that, you know, is it is it luck? Is it faith? Is it what? Well, I'll tell you what. If you're prepared, and you're preparing for something for real, mm-hmm. and you like you act on it, and then when the ball does roll your way, like it's good. It's a good thing. If this, like, if this home, and again, this is like real in the weeds, and not what people come to listen to talk about real estate, but. If that home had been on the market the first weekend of April when we were there before our current home was sold and under contract, we wouldn't have had this as strong an offer, you know, uh, to be able to get this house. Then we would have not gotten it then, mm-hmm. you know, and then going through the experience of like t- making offers and getting rejected and what we could do differently that helped okay, now it's just like bang, 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 bang. It's not, it's not new and it's not emotional to us. We're just trying to get it in. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's crazy how, how it works out. And, you know, there's, there's still time to go. And the, and the, and the interesting thing is like, you know, it seems like a perfect 
fit on both ends, you know. Long story short, this family, they were not intending to move from this home. They were very happy in this home. Uh, children, dog, turtle, you know, the whole nine. <laughs> little play thing in the backyard. But, you know, the the dad's job got a short notice relocation. No other choice. And, um, you know, they're having to up and leave their family home. You know, and it's a right. bummer for them. But the, but right. the nice thing is we're, we so badly want to have a family in this home. You know, mm-hmm. and we're going to take great care of it and, and improve upon it and, and honor their time in there. And, you know, like I know it was weird for me when the, the new people that are going to be buying our house came in. And, you know, now all of a sudden it's not so bad, um, you know, but th- there was another thing that happened that was really wild. So we had kind of, you know, our plan was, well, if we don't get a house before we move, we'll rent an Airbnb or a short-term mm-hmm. rental or something and then we'll stay there and then we'll we'll get a house and we'll just make the most of it and so when we didn't get that house, we're like all right well let's just book the airbnb we'll do 30 days or whatever mm-hmm. bang it out my wife goes and does the airbnb thing and it's pending and it's like pending 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 approval and you have to shell out you have to put like 50% down. It's like, right. and it's non-refundable. Yeah. It was a lot, a lot of money. And <laughs> we get a message at like three o'clock before we find out that we lost the house that we thought we had. Mm-hmm. It was like three o'clock Airbnb canceled payment, not processed. Uh, the, the host wasn't approved. She was too new and she mm-hmm. didn't have enough you know, reviews or whatever to, for Airbnb to approve her rental for that long of a term. Right. So it automatically gets canceled. It Mm. doesn't process. Then Mm. we lose the house. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, fuck, what are we going to do? And then it was like, you got the house you really wanted. Oh, and they, the, here's the close date. Here's when you can move in. And it's like, we're going to really need to be in a hotel for three days or whatever. Like it went and dude, it was just like, boom, 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 Kenwood. And then the other bartender. And it's like the bartender thing, the yeah. Kenwood wine on the way out. Yeah. And then the next bar you're at it's confirmation, man. It, that's what I mean. It's, it's like, Hey buddy, pay attention. And you know, again, this isn't to like, this is so much about us being able to start a family immediately and then provide a great upbringing for children in a safe, big environment that we could be in that house for until they go to college. You know what I mean? Because we, like it fits whatever lifestyle we plan to have. And mm-hmm. uh, we're so grateful. And I know a lot of you know the every man and the every woman have been out there. Uh, channel and their positivity towards us as well and their thoughts and you know i'm i'm we're so grateful for for that and for for you daryl and um you know the prayer board is undefeated and it's undefeated man. and it's you know never lost the battle take that for whatever <laughs> it is but um you know the next couple of weeks are gonna be very exciting and uh you know not only my personal life and daryl's life but you know we got some great interviews coming out. James Labrie from Dream Theater mm-hmm. talking about his new solo album, Beautiful Shade of Grey, which is coming out May 20th, a couple of weeks, like 28 days from now. Uh, yeah. Chance Labrie, his son and uh, drummer, our friend of the show, um, 
The only time we've had father-son duo, and they've both now been on. This would be Chance's third time as well, I believe. A lot of firsts in the Labrie family with the mm-hmm. Everyman podcast. Pretty exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be coming up here uh, in a few weeks. And then, of course, I'll be doing some sort of podcast from the road and when we get to Texas and all the excitement that comes along with it. And not only that, but at some point, Daryl and I are going to see uh, the new Nicolas Cage film, uh, The Massive Weight, or Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, like... I hate to be that guy that's like, I liked him first, but like it's documented very well and very thoroughly. And I've, I've had to argue my point. How many people, how many of our guests have I had to defend my stance on Nick Cage is not only my favorite actor, but he is the greatest actor of this current generation. I've had to defend that point to so many people, guests, respected, well-rounded entertainers. And now he's back on top where he belongs Mm-hmm. Got, he's going to have the number one movie in America after this weekend, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And he's going to be fucking back on top, and he's going to rule Hollywood for another 50 years. Yeah. Why? Because he's a once-in-a-generation talent, and he is the greatest actor of this current generation. Well, that, and he's a vampire, vampire, and he doesn't age. So he's easily going to do this. Facts. For, well, 50 to 100 years, you know, he'll still be on top when we're in our graves. So, yeah, that's just how it goes. Yeah. I love it. Back on top. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know what? He's not back. He never left. Just because you guys stopped watching his movies and I'm over here not missing a beat. I've seen every yeah. single Nicolas Cage film. Okay? Yeah. Facts. Yeah. I can defend yeah. it. And I'll tell you what, if you haven't seen Pig yet, it's on Hulu through the end of the month. You got to watch Pig. It's one of those one- incredible performance. But, you know, Nick Cage playing himself, we're going to go see it. We're going to have to do it. I think we should just go see it. That's how you know an actor is fucking awesome. When they have a movie where they parody play themselves, and it's about their life. Name me one other actor that could do that. That's, that could do that. There isn't Let, a single name, one. Act, name another actor that has done it. None, and none. <laughs> it's, it's not even a. It's not even a question. It's like, and you know, we love Steven Seagal. He's awesome too. But like, nobody. Seagal might actually. He might actually be able to do that too. That I could see. But you I, know why? I, I, you know why he couldn't though. He takes himself way too serious. There's no. There's no way he would acknowledge any of his because that's what this you know apparently makes this movie so great is it's very you know self yeah, he'd, he'd take it too far. He'd be like, well, "What's the girl doing in a situation like this?" I'd snap but his you neck. Are, you... <laughs> You're wrong. I'd snap his neck and then I'd play guitar <laughs> from <laughs> from the Crystal Cave. From the Crystal Cave. Songs from the Crystal Cave. Yeah, he I'd would. Do it. Yeah, no. You, I'm sorry. I actually would break his back here, you know. Uh, uh, Slit with my <laughs> guitar pick. <laughs> oh man! Oh, he could. Uh, he could kill you with a guitar or any part of the guitar for sure. If you let him get a hold of one of those strings. Oh yeah. You know his house was for sale in Arizona. Uh, sadly, it was just just a little bit out of our budget. Ooh. Um, but like his house has like sixteen inch thick bulletproof glass and shit. Like sounds about right. Like he's got like a whole tactical. Loadout, yeah. yeah, garage. It's I can believe it. I can believe you guys are king. You guys are king. So, yeah, uh, keep an eye out for that. And uh, you know, have a great weekend. It's it's spring, spring is spring is yeah. springing. I am springing as well. Um, I love you, big bro. And uh, love you too. We'll catch y'all next week.